you are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. This is Alicia. I'm Trisha. And we are so glad that you've joined us today because it's Christmas party! <laughs> we thought, hey, why not sit around and drink cocoa? Water. I and got water. Some you water. Got water. water. I got nice nothing. Ice cold. I forgot mine upstairs. <laughs> anyway, I am dreaming that I'm having Russian tea right now. That smell wafting mm. up, you know. Mm-hmm. I love some smell it. Mm-hmm. I smell it. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so I thought we would just have a little fun today talking about the last year. And, um, you know, I th- the thing that prompted this was, um, you know how all the magazines tend to want to do the year in pictures. And so you go mm-hmm. back and you look at all the pictures from the year and they're all bad pictures. <laughs> It's like, I'm so depressed now. <laughs> but, um, and, and now on Facebook, they've kind of caught on. So they oh, give I you know. the year in review. The you memories. Know. Yeah, Christmas memories. Anyway, I just thought it would be fun kind of just to look back on this year and talk about things that we've learned and um, maybe things that we haven't learned <laughs> <laughs> that we continue to I not learn. Those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So who wants to go first? What do you think you've learned this year? It's challenging, isn't it? I know. It is hard to think about the whole year. You know, we've learned patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pa- oh, absolutely. Lots and lots of patience. I've learned not to pray for patience. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. What do, what do you mean by what do you, I, what do you mean by that? Because I mean that if you pray for patience, God is going to give you opportunities to exercise oh. patience. So <laughs> I do not true. need to pray for patience <laughs> because I do not need any more opportunities to exercise it. Um, but seriously. <laughs> With a middle schooler. Oh, Oh, yes. How are you learning patience? I I need to take notes. Go ahead. Well, I think just um, when things come up, like in our house, I think we've just learned to be patient with each other. Mm, That's good. And, um, you know, as kids get older and and they're in different stages and um, sometimes we don't understand each other. And Mm. so we've had to just kind of take a step back and have empathy and be patient for things to work out and for God to kind of come in and say, this, this is going to be okay. And this is going to work out because Mm. sometimes hard situations take time and they can't be resolved overnight. Mm -hmm. It's not the 30 minute sitcom (laughs) where, you know, you have a struggle and then in 30 minutes it's all over. It's hard. You know, it gets hard. And so for us, I mean, patience has, it it has, it's worked knowing Mm -hmm. that things can't get resolved overnight. Um, And then when they get better and you can look back and reflect uh, and then you realize, okay, God had a plan and it's working out. And it's okay. You know, I think it's interesting that you mentioned that because I think so few of us take time to reflect back. I think Mm -hmm. that's the problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You don't ever sit down and go, now, why did this work? I love what you're doing with your kids, making them um, have conversations at the dinner table. Oh, I know. That is conversation practice. We did it last night with my mom and dad. Yeah, it is impressive. (laughs) Awkward, but it's it's making some headway. And I was really gratified, you know. You never get over wanting to please your mom. Oh, yeah. And my mom said to me, Trisha, I think that is a really good idea. Keep that up. And yeah. I, I was really happy to hear that because uh, it made me feel so good. So well, tell, tell us, what, are you, what is it that you do? What do you have them do? Okay, conversation practice. It's not a long thing because I know that they would really not like it if it was. So yeah. I'm trying to make it kind of user-friendly. So I say it's somewhere between three to five minutes. And what we're going to do is we're going to sit around. It's kind of after we've eaten most of our meal and um, and I have one of the boys 
ask a question of somebody else, you know, somebody else in our family, ask a question maybe about their day, about how they're feeling or about something that they that they accomplished today, anything. I want to give them free reign to come up with their own questions. So, you know, ask ask somebody something maybe about their day. And then they listen to the answer, and then the idea is, and I, this is the second part of it, is they have to come up with a follow-up question. Oh, wow. And the follow-up <laughs> question is in, you know, based on what the response was. Yeah. And so they have to listen and pay attention. That's right. right. That's right, yes. Yeah. And they can't just, like, ask them and then start to look down at their fingernails and think about <laughs> dessert and whatnot. They have to come up with that. And, uh, That's once great. They, it's, great. It's working, and it's actually good for me because I realize... We skip around with conversations. We never fully um, give the other person a chance to respond and go back and forth. And so it's actually been good for me as well. But it was really a win last night. Similar to that, but not quite as structured. Mm -hmm. This year, we have been training ourselves to not interrupt one another. We have a family of four, and I swear we can never get a word out sometimes but we've allowed the kids to express, excuse me, but you're interrupting me. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, I do it a lot. And I, mm. I didn't realize it because you you think you already know what they're going to say or, you know, sometimes they can get long-winded. And I'm like, I don't need to hear the whole explanation. <laughs> but then I right. once I once I was kind of called out on you, you just interrupted me. And we're like, OK, so and we're all we all have realized that we've done it and we can call them out now. And it, it's easier to kind of call them out because they know what we're doing. And it's really helped our conversations at dinner time, especially we'll all be just, you know, talking, talking, talking. And now we're talking more and listening before the next part comes up. I read something about that. That not only is good people skills, but it actually will have an impact on the person's self-esteem when they're not being interrupted constantly. Mm, interesting, yeah. They have more self-esteem. What I say is important yes. and people listen to me. And I read that one time and it really hit me because we do interrupt. I do interrupt my kids from time to time to get to the next thing. I got to right. tell you about cleaning your room. You got to right. shower tonight. And so I'm already moving into that into that yeah. lane. Our brains are already a mile ahead. That's right. And That's we're right. trying to get them to do something and working on the next thing. And they're still processing. And that yeah. affects them. So that's a that's a wonderful thing. Great. I love it. Another reason my kid's going to be in counseling. <laughs> <laughs> they have to I, go after mine. Well, I tell you what, I've just, y'all know, I've got a great big personality. And mm-hmm. I just get so excited. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just do it. I do that a lot. I'm sorry. I'm like I'm like going back now listening to the podcast we've done before going, man, I'm so rude. No. You're hilarious no, what is what you are. <laughs> but, okay, so we've heard relational things. Mm-hmm. Um, what what were you going to say? Well, I was just thinking about about a relational thing, too, that, I, that I've learned that was okay. problematic, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, this year... I have had more issues with my husband than I've ever had. Mm. We've been married mm. for 13 wow. years. We have a very strong marriage. He's very respectful of me. I, I try my best to, <laughs> to be respectful of him, not always succeeding. But we're, we're, you know, we're actively working on our relationship always. So mm-hmm. that's, it's been pretty easy. Um, but this year, we had a harder year. And mm. I, I think it's because he worked more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was away from home more, mm-hmm. and then 
there were like little things that would build up into bigger things and little resentments and little frustrations. And if he wasn't home, I'm thinking, I, I bet he could have gotten home 30 minutes earlier or, or something mm-hmm. like that. Or and I, he would come home and I wouldn't be grateful to see him necessarily. But I'm like, you you need to go empty the dishwasher. <laughs> right, <laughs> here's your all list. Day. Or whatever. That's right. And yeah. so um, we have had to find grace with one another this year in a, in a different way. Mm. It's not that there were any like major things, but it was the little things that were adding up. And as I, as you asked me to reflect on this year, and I rarely take time to reflect, I'm remembering that. And I'm remembering that we have had to make time to have discussions, to figure out uh, strategies moving forward. We've had to just plain old have grace and forgive each other when we feel like the other person um, maybe could have acted in a different way. And so this has been a year of, of, of working on grace with my husband. Hmm. You know, I think that's great to admit that because I, I feel like um, people always say, I have the most amazing husband and I have the most amazing family. And we see all these family pictures that are perfect mm-hmm. and they're not perfect. Families aren't perfect. Marriages aren't perfect. And they take work. They take mm-hmm. a lot of work. Yeah, and I appreciate your vulnerability in that because that is exactly as a single person what I feel at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Because you see all the Christmas cards with yeah. the husband, the wife, and the kids, and the dog, and the you know the cat didn't care to be in the picture. So. <laughs> um, but you see the white picket fence around mm-hmm. the the nice house, you know, and all those things. And for me, I used to hate going to Christmas Eve service because everybody's there with their family, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so Christmas became like a really hard time for me because that is all I saw. And I thought, you know, we're so much different. It's just me and my daughter. And when, you know, it, it was, it had become such a hard thing for me. So for you to be vulnerable and say that is really powerful. So thank you for, Mm -hmm. for being honest with that. Um, and, and I think, you know, this has become a place where we, we are honest and we're vulnerable. And so, um, we, I just love that about you, Tricia, that you're willing to open up your heart. And, Thank you. You know, this year for me, obviously, I don't want to, you know, I feel like I talk about this a lot, but maybe, maybe no. I need to, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, you know, my dad passed this year and so it's just been so different. Um, That's huge, Carol. Yeah. And I never realized how, like, you know, um, I, I, I always, I always thought grief was something you managed. Mm-hmm. You know, I always thought that grief was something you managed. And I'm realizing that grief is not something to manage. It is something to, uh, it's not controllable. Mm. You know, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. the weirdest things will get to me. (laughs) Like, um, this is like totally an awful memory, but it reminds me of my dad. So yesterday I went into uh, the drugstore to pick up some prescriptions and I was on my way out and there was a man outside smoking. Okay, outside the drugstore, which I don't really understand. But anyway, um, <laughs> but he w- he was smoking and I walked through, you know, kind of and, and my dad smoked when I was little. Mm-hmm. And like all of a sudden mm-hmm. I was like six years old right. oh. and we were riding in his truck, mm-hmm. you know, and he was lighting up. And that's a bad habit. And if you're a kid, don't if you're listen <laughs> to this. Don't ever smoke. It's bad for you. And my daddy would tell you that now. But, you know, back then it wasn't, wasn't right. as big a deal. But but just that little thing just mm-hmm. took me back to a place where I just felt. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I've I've been blessed with with a couple of friends who um, have gone before me in this journey and have just provided so many powerful things. I was going to read to you guys. I, I I shared this on my show, but 
um, um, a gal named uh, Shara Donahue mm-hmm. wrote this, and she said, Grief tends to be a surprise guest during the holidays. Yeah. Oh, yes. It can spring up in the form of a breathless gasp, an unforeseen rush of tears, or a whisper of undefined melancholy in the midst of celebration. But it does not show up to torture. It reveals itself because we've lost someone worth grieving. And mm-hmm. I thought that was so powerful. You know, yes. and and really, how I'm feeling this this um, Christmas. Um, if I didn't have a kid, I wouldn't have put up a tree. Right. You know, I just I, this year is just so incredibly different. And the funny part is, as my dad's probably in heaven, just cracking up oh. because he he never he wasn't a shopper. You know, he we would open gifts on Christmas morning, and he would say, "Let me see what I got you." You know. <laughs> He just wasn't. I mean, but he was a real jovial guy, and and we always had so much fun. And so it, he does. He he wasn't even really about Christmas, but it, it's just so different. I, I don't even really know if I have words for it yet. But I've I've realized this last year that that you can't manage grief. You know, you can't. Um, you can prepare for it best you can, and you can. Um, you can think you're ready, like right now. I shouldn't yeah. be crying during a podcast. But, of course, of course. But it, it is so, um, it's just so different. Yeah. And um, and and being a single gal, you know, anytime my car makes a sound or, mm-hmm. you know, my sink gets stopped up, what was the first thing I would do? Call, you. Call, Call daddy. Call daddy. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, so it, it is just, this this time of year is just, completely profound i think because it's there's so many memories tied up in it you know christmas is such a a memory type type thing so um i'm gonna stop talking now because i'm about to blubber i appreciate you i it's true how can you not experience that even talking about it absolutely i i I hope this is comforting i you have been on my mind i Mm -hmm. have made um extra attempts to call my parents yeah tell them I love them I hugged my dad last night twice as long and mm-hmm. twice as hard because I have seen you walk this path and you've walked it bravely thank you but it has um, made me go the extra mile to spend time with my parents and appreciate them because they're here my dad's not 100 percent well yeah but I'm I am just grateful that that I can see him and um I hope that is encouraging yeah. and not oh, discouraging. Absolutely. But no, it is, and and I think it brings up another point: is that I did not know that last Christmas was my last yeah. Christmas with that, right? You know, and so you never know. And I think that's one of the things that's so powerful about faith is that um, we don't know what's going to come. You know, this year or next year or five mm-hmm. years down the road from now, as much as we would like to, we just don't know. And that is why this community is so precious and so valuable. Because we need each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, one of the greatest gifts this past year for me has been this Girl Talk podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the three of us have gotten closer. Mm-hmm. And we've shared things that we wouldn't have ordinarily in a work environment. That's and true. the fact that I know that when I'm in a tight spot, when I'm in a tough place, I can text either one of you and just say, can you just pray? Because mm-hmm. I'm just having a hard time today. Or, you know, you text me at just the right mm-hmm. time with something funny or a text <laughs> or a picture or something. And and I think that's, that is what we want for you, the listener. Mm-hmm. Yes. We want you to feel a part of this community and know that you're loved and you're supported and you're prayed for. Um, this is not just talking us talking at you. It's us talking with mm-hmm. you. 
And uh, so anytime you'd like to get in touch, I think we have a whole, our, don't we have a Girl Talk email now? Yes, we do. Girl Talk at thelightfm.org. Okay, so that's Girl Talk at thelightfm.org. We'd love to hear about what you've learned this year. And uh, we'd like to celebrate that with you. Yes. And we look forward to another year of Girl Talk podcasts. And we even have some, like, exciting things in 2019 that we're planning for that we can't tell you about yet because mm-hmm. they're not fully planned. I know. And the fully, I can't believe it. The fully planning people will not let us tell you <laughs> <laughs> until everything is, is in place. But we've got some, um, some opportunities maybe in 2019 to maybe see you in person and to talk to you, and so we're really excited about that. But we'd love to hear back from you. Once again, the email, girltalk at thelightfm.org. And, hey, we'll see you here next time. No, we love you yep. here mm-hmm. at the Girl Talk Podcast.